Welcome everyone to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schopner, and I'm so excited to share my guest, Jane Hogan. We're going to be talking all about breath to heal. And Jane walks us through a practical exercise at the end that you don't want to miss. And please enjoy the podcast. So welcome, Jane. It's so lovely to be able to interview you now. Dr. Christine, I'm absolutely honored to be a guest on your podcast and share something that I've learned, things that I've learned with your audience and hope that they can take this and and use it to help them. Thank you. Thank you. I know that you have a powerful mission with everything that you've gone through. And, you know, as we dive into the conversation that, you know, you used to be an engineer, right? And now you are a health coach. So walk us through, you know, how your life really, you know, changed um, careers, you know, from engineering to becoming a health coach. I know it's such a switch. Yeah, I, my little joke is I, I was a structural design engineer. So my little my little ironic joke is that I was a design engineer designing structures until my own structure started to fail <laughs> with uh, with joint pain, really bad joint pain, was later diagnosed as rheumatoid arthritis. But yeah, I was I turned 50, thought I was 50 was fabulous. And then I think within a few weeks, I just my body just started kind of falling apart, not falling apart, but I was had all this pain and I, I didn't know what was going on. And I had just come through this like really stressful year. And so I knew it was kind of related to that. But I thought, okay, when the stress is over, I'll be fine. But I got worse and I got worse. So it was like in my shoulder one day and then my other elbow the next day and then my knees and my feet and my jaw and hands and all over the place. And within three months, I was barely able to walk and I had so much so little grip strength I couldn't like turn door handles I couldn't squeeze shampoo out of the bottle and I was just really felt like my future was very bleak and we've been looking forward to the freedom years for so long me and my husband and it just felt like that wasn't going to happen I felt like I was letting everybody down I didn't know what was going on but I think you'll relate to this that in this like really low rock bottom moment, I, I felt like I had this download that said, you're going to figure this out, you know, like calm down, you'll figure it out and you're going to tell other people about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how I was going to figure it out, but this, the faith, like it felt like truth to me. And so I, I felt like I am going to figure this out. And that kind of kept me going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you for, you know, sharing that experience and many people who might be listening might be in their down moment, right? And, you know, so please listen to Jane. She's been there. She's been with you and she's, you know, look at her now and the vibrant, healthy, living her passion and purpose. And so I just love the incredible capacity of the human spirit and how truly resilient we are, you know, when we are, you know, open to receiving the guidance that we need to heal. So no, thank you for sharing that, Jane. So here you are now, you know, you recovered your health and well, you know, we can talk a little bit more about what that recovery looked like, but obviously you did and you're thriving now. And, you know, you talk about this connection, right, between the mind, body and breath to help with lowering pain and inflammation because pain is, I mean, I haven't, you know, God, God willing, I have not been in chronic pain. So I have a lot of patients who are, and I have complete compassion and empathy for them, but I haven't experienced that myself. And, you know, there are tools, right? There are a lot of tools that can help with pain mitigation and modulation, but they're not a hundred percent. And there are moments, right? Where people can feel very, 
very desperate and lost in their, their suffering. So tell us about how you look at the mind, the body and the breath to help lower, you know, pain and inflammation. Mm. Well, you know, you know, this, the mind, body and breath are not separate, right? It's all, it's all the or mind, body, spirit. There's no separation. It's all working together. And so what's going on in our mind is affecting our body. Our body is responding to it. It's actually like a manifestation of what's going on in our mind. If we've got thoughts, if we've got if we've got things going on in our mind that are creating stress in the body, well, our body is going to not be at ease. We're going to get be at dis-ease and eventually get disease. And so we have to incorporate all of it. So in the beginning, I thought it was all about food and food is important to have, you know, quality diet, but it's not everything. And so then I was like, okay, let's put some other stuff together. Let's focus on sleep and relationships and toxins and all of those things. And they're all important too, but I was ignoring the mind. I was like, I was in a battle and that's how I felt. I was in a battle against, you know, my body. And so that was it. The, all the other things were helping, but it didn't take me all the way until I really incorporated the mind and really realized that my, this was my spirit calling. And actually I believe now it was all a beautiful gift for my spirit to wake me up to a better version of myself, the version of myself that I was before was not the best version of me. And it resulted in in pain and inflammation in the body. And so it was a calling that to be a better version of myself. And I believe that the breath is like our soul. It's in our body, right? We we're alive from our first breath to our last. And so our breath is like our, our soul or our spirit in the body. So in the breath is a beautiful way of connecting the mind and the body. We can use the breath to change our state of mind. We can use the breath to change our state of body. So it's, it's, we're so perfectly designed. It's just beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, this human body we, we have. It is, it is. It's incredible, right? You know, that, you know, yes, there is a place I really, that the body is apparently wise and has no force or the capacity and this ability to no matter what's going on, there's always this potential to heal and repair and to not only survive, but thrive through whatever we're going through. And so I think the breath connects us to that, you know, capacity, right, of, of our really our, our healing uh, potential. Mm, beautifully said. Well, thank you, Jane. And so, you know, I know that we've talked about doing, um, you know, we're going to lead up to doing a demonstration. And before we kind of get to that point, walk us I mean, through to the, how did you use breath work when you were in the throes of, you know, your pain? How did you kind of use that in, in your experience? I wish I'd known about it more then. <laughs> but yeah. what, thinking back to it, I wasn't really calling it breath work, but I used to just get really still because when I was really still was when I felt didn't feel any pain. And I thought if I can just string together a lot of these really still moments, <laughs> then, you know, add them all up, I'm going to get less pain. And so the more I can do it, the more, the longer I'm not in pain. So the breath can be a way to just help you get very still, very still and also focus. So our mind, and this is the way I used to be in our, and our minds are like this. We're often worrying about the past or worrying about the future. We're not in this moment. And, and really in this moment, we are safe. And when we're 
worrying about the past or the future, we're putting ourselves in a, in that sympathetic state, right? That fear state that we aren't healing. Our, our body can't deal with the pain, can't get well again if we're in that state. So if we can get ourselves into this state of beautiful calm and peace, that's a state where we can, the body can do its work and get, get to work healing. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's how I started in the beginning. I didn't really, I wasn't really trying to do breath work. If I'd known, <laughs> I would have started there. That's why I start there with my clients and, and uh, people mm -hmm. that I work with now. Start with the breath. It's the easiest thing to do first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we all have access to it, right? You know, and it's not a expensive supplement or expensive, <laughs> expensive tool. Yeah. You know, we all have access to our breath. We talk about a lot. I mean, I, you know, am very fascinated about all the layers of, you know, what makes us who we are. And, you know, there's this whole idea of, you know, our electromagnetic energy and our energy body and our energy system and energy healing. And I'd love to hear from you, like, what is your, like, how do you connect like breath work and energy and, and healing and all of these things? I feel like uh, the breath helps us connect with that energetic body that we are. I mean, we are energy. Everything is energy, including us. And so the, with the breath, we can, we can direct this energy. I love using the breath. One thing to do is if you have an area with pain, you use the breath and imagine the breath is flowing through it. And that's, that energizes the area. And so I believe pain is energy not really flowing well. So if we can use the breath to focus our attention, that's focusing that energy and getting the energy flowing again. It's one way to do it. There's other ways, of course, as you know, to get energy flowing. So if we can get energy flowing, we can use the breath to help us do that, help direct our focus and our attention. Well said. And, you know, we were chatting and, you know, when we talk about breath work, I think all of a sudden talk, think about how we actually breathe on a regular basis, right? And so I think there's a lot of rooms, not even for like a focused meditation breath work, but just to breathe through life and breathe through daily living. And can you share like how we can be more cognizant of how we breathe throughout the day and how we um, may be doing it wrong? How many of us are maybe shallow breathing all, all day long? I, I'm guilty of that. When I have a busy day, I'm like, have I even breathed into my belly today? You know, <laughs> you know so. I know. I realized that I was a chest breather all the time. Like I, I just hardly ever breathe into my belly. You know, dysfunctional breathing, most of, most of, of us are doing dysfunctional breathing. We didn't start off that way. Like when we were babies, we breathed the right way. We breathed through our nose. We breathed into the belly. We took long breaths. We weren't doing this, this shallow breathing. We, we, we were breathing just right. And over our life, probably through stress, probably through poor posture, right? Different yeah. things like that. We just habits we get, we aren't breathing in a way that serves us the best. So the the first place to start really is making sure that as much as possible, breathing through the nose, the nose is perfectly designed to filter the air, to pressurize the air, to warm the air to, so that our body can receive it in the best way. And also if we breathe through the nose, we get nitric oxide building up in mm -hmm. our air passages and that opens, dilates, so it allows us to uh, accept more oxygen. So breathing through the nose, so I guess people can just notice during the day, are you breathing? Is your mouth open while you're breathing? And just close it up. At mm -hmm. night, you could try putting a little piece of tape 
over like a non, uh, sorry, a porous tape over the mouth. And it doesn't have to be very big, like just the size of a postage stamp, almost mm. just like a little reminder to help you keep your mouth closed at night. After mm. a while, it just becomes something that's like just a message to your brain to, oh, it's time for sleep. Mm. So yeah, breathing through the nose is a big one. And a lot of people, they find they just can't breathe through their nose. They've gotten so used to breathing through their mouth. And actually, when you when you habitually breathe through the mouth, the, the air passage through the nose gets smaller. So then it gets harder to breathe through your nose. And so it's kind of like a, you know, a cycle then. So you may need to practice breathing through the nose a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And way to um, open up the airways is just to let that nitric oxide build up a little bit. So mm -hmm. you can just take a normal breath in through the nose and a normal breath out through the nose and then plug the nose. And you can even like move the head around a little bit while holding the breath and let the nitric oxide build up until you have like a moderate need to breathe again breathe through your nose and resume normal breathing rate could you feel your your nose open your nasal passages open up a little bit yeah 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 that was helpful love that and i um no i you i think that's a great point about the mouth breathing i mean i i feel like a lot of us are mouth breathing more there could be as you mentioned structural components or dental issues but you know i love um i haven't tried myself but the the, the mouth taping seems like a you know really great strategy and an easy way to approach this and then there's so many benefits right of getting more oxygen to your brain at night and you know all sorts of things so um no Sleep i am really glad you brought yeah, totally. Yeah, right. Exactly. So Jane, before we do a demonstration, I want you to tell people all about your amazing summit. So you were so kind to invite me on your summit. And I know this is um, going to be an incredible event and you put so much um, love and care into this um, summit. So just tell us what the summit is and some highlights and I'll ask you some more questions about it. <laughs> it's called, thank you so much, the Becoming Pain-Free, Healing the Root Causes of Chronic Pain. This is a comes from my heart. It really does come from my heart, Dr. Christine, because I wanted this summit to be all the things that took me years to discover all in one place. Like I said, I, I would do a little bit and then I would plateau. I had no idea what I was doing, but I've got everything in one place with amazing, amazing experts that are there. Everyone is, oh, so they're at their top of their game. They, they've been helping people get out of pain for years. So they know what to do. And so it's, I'm just so honored that all these beautiful speakers have come together. We talk about the hope in the big picture and, and things like you talked about lymphatic drainage and, and toxins and other people talking about the mind body connection and the, the gut, the, the gut brain connection, the role of posture and how to move. And I got a, all, all these beautiful people doing different modalities of healing like sound therapy and light therapy and uh, emotional freedom technique tapping and and other modalities like that and i got a whole day dedicated to specific conditions like lyme disease fibromyalgia arthritis back pain what are some other ones oh anyway this is so many great ones so yeah you're covering a lot yeah, it's very, very comprehensive. And what I really love is that so many speakers have done some really great experiential type of things. So people get to experience right when they're watching the summit, 
something from the speaker, like a little gift for them to, to be able to do on their own. So I really am so proud of of this event and I know it's going to help people because pain, we're not meant to be in pain. The body is just speaking to us in pain. So it's not, pain is not the problem. It's the body telling us that there is a problem. Mm. And, and so these are the tools to help people understand the root causes and address them and then take action. Mm, I love that. And I love that you gave everybody, um, you know, some practical tips that not only the education, but like how to, you know, get this in their lifestyle so that they can, you know, become, you know, pain-free or if they're not in pain, just, you know, proactive to lead a healthy, um, you know, life and preventative too, just to keep our, our bodies healthy and well. And so now that, um, that it, it sounds, it's going to be an incredible summit and I know it's coming from your heart and you're going to help so many people, you know, with it. And, you know, speaking of kind of this, you know, practical, um, you know, application, we were talking about um, not only, of course, the benefits of breath work, but um, really doing a demonstration together. So anyone who's listening can, you know, have a sense of what does, you know, breath work feel like in their body. So if anyone who's listening, just, you know, this is a time to experience. So, Please don't be distracted and get in a comfortable spot. You know, don't be driving while you're doing this, you know, but, um, but Jane, I'd love for you to walk us through an exercise. Oh, I'd love to do that. I just realized, I think I forgot to say the date of the summit, July 18th to the 24th. And also I, every day I'm leading everyone through a little breath work. So each day they could, they'll learn a new breathwork practice. So I'm excited I love about that. that yeah, I yeah. love that. I, I like components. So, all right, well, take us away. <laughs> okay. So. This breathwork practice, so I really love science. With my background, I, I sort of blend science and spirituality together. So I love when the practices are backed up by science. And so uh, the HeartMath Institute has done a lot of research into heart resonance breathing. And what does this mean? It means that we are we're getting our heart into coherence in this breath. And when we get our heart into the, into coherence, we have great communication between the heart and the brain. We put ourselves into a very coherent state. Coherence is like that parasympathetic, the rest, digest, repair state. Our heart rate variability goes up. That's a measure of uh, it's the uh, the best measure of health and longevity. It's a it's a measure of stress. So when it goes up, it's a good thing. It's it's a measure of the beat to beat variations in our heart rhythms. So when we get into this breath, we we really get that nice variation in beat to beat, which is good. We used to think it was like you know an even beat was really good, but no, some variation is actually what's very soothing to our body. So we're going to do this now. So I invite you to just relax wherever you are. If you're sitting down on a chair, put your two feet on the floor and let your hands rest on your lap and close your beautiful eyes. And just breathe in and out through the nose if that's comfortable for you. Just notice your breath. Maybe lengthen out the breath a little bit. And as you breathe, imagine that when you're breathing in, that beautiful breath of air is circulating around your heart. Exhale and inhale again. And that beautiful air fills up your heart space. 
beautiful breath of light. And while you continue to breathe, imagining that, filling up that heart space, we'll let that just happen on its own. And I'd like for you to bring to mind a time when you felt love or joy, peace. It could be a person, pet, place, an event. Just bring that to your mind now and notice what colors you see. Notice what you're looking at. Notice what you hear. Do you feel anything on your face, arms? Do you notice any smells or any tastes? Bring yourself right there now. Notice the details that you see. And notice now the feeling in your heart. This feeling of love or joy or peace. And now as you breathe, imagine that that feeling is getting even bigger in your heart. Completely filling your heart, filling up all around your heart, making it even bigger than the heart now. On the next breath, it completely fills your body, and then it even gets bigger than your body. Now let it get bigger again. Let it fill up the room that you're in. Feeling is so big. And now gather it up. Imagine you're gathering it all up and pulling it back into your heart and hold it there. This love is always there. This love or joy, peace, it's always in your heart. Just enjoy it again. You more breath. Holding it in your heart. One last breath in and then let it out with a sigh. And gently and slowly bring your attention back to the rest of your body. Open your eyes. How do you feel, Dr. Kristen? Oh, I'm, I'm like floating. <laughs> As we're recording this on Friday afternoon, that was perfect, you know. And you have such a lovely voice, Jane. It's like so lovely. You know, thank you for sharing that. And hopefully people can, you know, re-listen to this, right? This can be like a little brief kind of drop in, you know, that people can do. And, you know, no, I, I really appreciate that. I feel like a, just a overwhelming sense of peace in my, my being, you know, which feels, which feels good after a busy week. <laughs> Beautiful. And, you know, we just created this with our thoughts, right? Yeah. We just used our mind and we used the breath. We felt it in our body. And we created that feeling in our body. And what, what we want to do is be able to come back to that feeling, know it so well that we can come back to it like that whenever we need to, whenever we want to, as often as, often as we can is even better. We connected the mind, body, and breath together there in that beautiful heart resonance breathing or heart-focused breathing. And just created a state of well-being in our body that every single cell in our body is listening to because our, our feelings are vibrations mm -hmm. in the body and the cells respond to vibrations. Mm -hmm. As we you know, wrap up, I'm super curious, how do you stay connected to your breath every day? I have a breathwork practice. So I start off my day. I even start off before I get out of bed with breathing. And I do, um, I imagine breathing from my feet all the way up through my head and kind of do a few circuits like that. And uh, then I do meditation practice. And throughout the day, 
I get busy during the day and I tend to go back to my default mode, which is like, you know, tight in the gut. <laughs> I hold a lot of tension there and I go, okay. So I have yeah. to keep remembering, okay, <sighs> yeah. go just breathe. I just try to tie it in my day. I, I do a weird thing called Pomodoros. Have you heard of Pomodoros before? No, no, tell me. <laughs> so I set a timer for 25 minutes and I try to focus. So I don't look at anything else for those 25 minutes. And then the timer goes off and then I've got five minutes to um, like move, breathe, you know, recenter myself again. And then I go into the next Pomodoro. So it's just a way to kind of build that into my day. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think um, I like that idea of the timer, you know, just giving your mind like, okay, you're going to be in this space for this long and, you know, just really relaxing into it, you know, so. Mm, no distractions. Don't go off checking, you know, my, what's who's on my phone, right. <laughs> what, what notification know, came in. But it, I love the, that it gives me that little bit of time to like just center and set an intention again. Okay. All right, here I go. I want to be peaceful again. So let's get mm -hmm. back to there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a, it's a fun practice. Oh, thank you for sharing that. And, and Jane, you've shared a lot of wonderful tips. And again, your summit is going to be even more full of more of them. Um, but as we wrap up, is there anything else you want to leave our audience with and share? I think just a reminder that the breath is, it's the ultimate portable device. It's totally free. And just because we do it all the time and because it seems so simple does not mean that it's not hugely impactful it because it is hugely impactful on our health and so it begins to me everything else begins with the breath and even if you if it seems like meditation and all that is too much for you just breathing can have the same effect so just notice the breath you stop just notice the breath and that can always bring you to that place of calm. Love it. Great words of wisdom. And then um, Jane will have all the information of how to sign up with your, for your summit. And then um, I would love for people to know where to find out more about you and where to connect with you. So please share any other links. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, my website is janehoganhealth.com. I've got a podcast called Wellness by Design. They can find me there. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook at Jane Hogan Health. Well, thank you. And again, we'll have all those in the show notes. And I'm, I'm really grateful for your time and your um, energy today and sharing uh, this beautiful uh, message and this uh, practice. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me as a guest on your show. I really appreciate it being here. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and today my guest was Jane Hogan. If you would like to learn more about her Becoming Pain-Free event, her summit, please check out the link in the show notes, as well as other links on how to connect with Jane. I hope you have a beautiful day.